Save big money at Menards. Let the fresh air in and keep the bugs out with replacement screen for your doors and windows from AdForce. It's easy to install, durable against the elements, and comes in a variety of types to suit your needs. Repair your screens today with a roll of replacement screen on sale through May 5th. And check out more great deals happening now in our weekly flyer on Menards.com. Save big money at Menards. Hey guys, so what is Thrivehood, you might ask? Well, that's a good question. I'd say it's a relevant life roadmap for young men out there who want to thrive as they're maturing boldly into manhood. From the very serious to the silly, I chat about a wide variety of relatable topics that both challenge and motivate you to do what needs to be done now so you can become who you want to be later. I'm Tim Williams, and this is Thrivehood. Recently, I picked up my cell phone and I dialed the number of a bunch of guys that I know. Some of them have been long-time relationships. Some of them are fairly new. But in any event, I contacted these guys and I asked them a very simple question. I said, if you had an opportunity to share a bit of advice or wisdom or, I don't know, warning, whatever it is, to young men out there today that are getting ready to take on this world and venture out onto their own, what would that advice be? These fellas that I'm going to share with you in the next few minutes gave some wonderful, wonderful information and advice. And what's so amazing about it is that it was very widely diverse. The topics, I had no idea what they were going to say, and the topics were across the board. It was really unique. So, what was interesting is as diverse as the topics were, what was very interesting in the common theme and the common denominator in all of them was, it's in your hands to implement. Every one of these fellows that I'm going to present to you all had a great piece of advice, but every one of them, the mantra was the same. It's in your hands to decide if you want to implement these. So for the next few minutes, I want to introduce to you Jeff Jordan. Eric Nordoff, Jason Fox, my father-in-law, Don, and a great brother-in-law of mine, Don Cherist. And I hope that you take a few minutes and listen to the advice, the wisdom, the knowledge, just the great information that's here that's going to be presented. Guys, this is priceless. You just can't buy this type of information. Listen in now with me. And until next time, guys, stay strong. I think the biggest thing for teenage boys is learning what we're willing to sacrifice for because in life, everything is a sacrifice. When you decide to do one thing or the other, you're sacrificing something else that you may want to do. So in life, what are you, what are you willing to sacrifice for and who are you willing to sacrifice for? Who are you willing to lay down your life for? And in life, we have to find those people that are that important to us, make sure that they know that and then do everything we can to support those people. Generally, that that's a, a, a wife, kids, family members, close friends. But in life, if you don't know who that is and if you don't have those people in your life, it, it's going to be tough. Well, this is 
such a great opportunity to be able to speak some words of encouragement to you because I am a dad of two boys that are 22 and 20. One is about to get ready to graduate from college. The other one is in college. And then I have a daughter who's 13. And so as a father, but also as a a professional, I just want to say a few things related to what happens later in life. Let's say, let's say you're in high school. Uh, I think this applies. And if you're in, if you're in college, this also applies. Or if you're out of college, this applies because it's a general rule that I think is often uh, underutilized. And I want to tell you this. There are other men and women out there, professionals or uh, just people in general, that want to help you, but they don't know they want. They don't know that you want to be helped. And I think the reason is that you or other kids, boys, don't ask. And so my my bit of wisdom is to ask for help. Ask someone who has a little more experience, even if they're just a little farther ahead of you, to just be vulnerable and ask. You do not have to have it all together. And I'll tell you a quick story uh, of how this worked its way, uh, how this worked out for me. So I got asked to speak at Belmont University, a, a university here in town in Nashville. And they asked me to speak to, the professor asked me to speak to a group of about 40 music business students. Uh, and I was on a panel and we spoke, everybody spoke on the panel. After the event, we had sort of a meet and greet and I met probably 15 to 20 of them. They all, they came up and introduced themselves to me. Some of them gave me their resumes, but there was only one person out of the 40 that were there that actually called me and or texted me or I think emailed me. I'm not sure how it was, one of the ways. And he said, hey, I was really impressed with what you're doing. I'm interested in the music business and I, I was really impressed with you. I'd love to take you out for a coffee and just learn more about what you do. And he took me out for coffee. I met him two weeks later. And we had a great talk. We connected. Um, it was really easy. Uh, he was nervous, I could tell, but I tried to make him feel more comfortable. And as a result of that meeting, I have introduced him to two other people who are more specifically able to help him. And one of them is taking him under his wings and has given him a um, an opportunity to get in more involved with his business. And he's in college. And so it's all because he took the initiative and asked me for for a coffee. And that was the best approach that you could take is just something casual. It was a little too much to give me a resume, but it was just right to say, hey, I want to learn about you and I want to learn from you because we all, me and people who are maybe a little bit older, we long to help you. Most men and women want to help and want to to be a value to other people. And so, but the problem is a lot of younger people don't ask. And so my encouragement to you is to ask and humble yourself 
enough to whatever you don't understand, whatever you don't know. Yeah, you might be able to learn that on YouTube. That's fine. But relationships are very difficult to build on a computer or on a device. And it's much better to get together in person. I know it's a little more nerve wracking, but get together with somebody in person, ask them questions, learn about them. Don't ask them anything more than that. Don't even ask them for a favor or to get you a job because he didn't do that. He just wanted to know about me. And I liked him because he was asking me questions and that put me at ease and made me comfortable to know that he's going to do that with other people as well. So hopefully that's an encouragement to you. One of the key moments for me in terms of lessons um, is, is something that's developed over time. It's not been advice handed down to me um, in these, you know, golden little nuggets. Not that that hasn't happened. Um, I've certainly gotten those from different mentors and from my own father and, and from other people uh, in my life. But I think the thing that's um, resonating with me the most now is uh, this idea of while you're waiting, um, be diligent. So it's this idea, it's this mixture of two things um, that's kind of on the surface feel like a contradiction. It's you know, being diligent in, in your life, in your work, um, with your family, um, with your kids, um, in your relationships, um, the things that you do with your hands, the things that you do with your mind, you know, always be diligent, be ready, um, and always be, um, moving, right? Always being active, but it's counterbalanced by this idea of, and be patient, right? So I think the idea is really caught up in, um, for me, it's it's the idea of patience isn't passive. Patience is active. And so, um, you know, as a believer, as a Christian, um, you know, I think there are, lo- there are lots of moments where God has called me to be patient and to wait because the timing's not right. Um, and that, but that doesn't necessarily mean that there's not action or activity happening um, either from you or on your behalf. Um, by God or by somebody or by somebody else that God is, um, you know, impressing on to take action on something. So I know it's counterintuitive, but this idea that um, while you're waiting, while you're being patient, be diligent, be active. And so get yourself ready so that when the timing is right, when God says um, now is the moment that you are ready to go, um, when God speaks that um, moment to you and you realize that this is this is a thing that's been culminating, this thing that's been um, that you've been waiting for. Um, this is the moment where it's time to move and you're, and you're actually ready to go and you're not found wanting because while you're waiting, you actually didn't do anything to get ready. Um, and that's, like I said, that's been a lesson that I've learned over, um, at least the last 22 years of my life. Um, it's not been a lesson that's, um, been handed down in a, in a phrase or a, um, you know, a, a golden nugget. Um, like I said before, it's it's something that's been um, learned uh, trial and error on my part. Um, a lot of error from me, and then a lot of grace from God, and giving me more opportunities and and um, new opportunities to to try to learn that lesson. So again, I think that that idea of just being patient, um, being diligent in your patience, um, is really key. One of the and probably the only thing I ever got as far as advice from my father 
was a quote he kept saying. He used to say, a man's word is his bond. And as a kid, young man, I had no earthly idea what that meant. I sort of thought it had something to do with your word, but I didn't know what the bond thing was. Well, as I grew up, I realized that a man's word is what gives him worth. And he's worthless unless his word can be counted on and trusted. So if you give your word that you're going to do something and you don't do it, what does it say about you? It says you can't be trusted. It says you're not worth what you say. So if you get an employer, you have an employer situation and he gives you some kind of an assignment and you don't do it. Maybe you didn't feel like it or you were on your phone uh, texting your buddies or whatever. You didn't do the assignment. What does that say about you? What does he think about you? What's the impression he gets when you said you'd do it and you didn't? So by not keeping your word, you're making a big statement. And that is, I can't be trusted. You can't count on me. And any commitment that I make is not really a commitment. And what does that say about your word? And that's probably the biggest thing my dad ever said to me that has now come to fruition. I understand what he means now. So, you know, for your young men out there, I would certainly think that one thing they need to practice on, that when they say they're going to do something, by God, they do it. So you're supposed to do your chores and say you're going to do it. You do it. You know, it doesn't matter if it's convenient. Keeping your word is everything. Tim asked that I share a word of advice, so let me do that now. I think the first thing I would say is I would be incredibly excited if I were you. It's the best time to be growing up. I think most adults, if you ask them, they would wish they were in your shoes. Um, the quality of life's never been better, and it's just going to get better and better. The amount of change that you will witness will be the most in history, and it will be good change at that. You know, about 100 years ago, there was a similar time with massive change. All of a sudden, we had electricity that gave us lights and the radio and TV and power tools. Had the automobile that allowed us to travel in town, travel to see extended families, take vacations. Had the telephone that allowed us to stay in contact with anyone. And in your lifetimes, there'll be a similar amount of change. We already have groceries, lunch, clothes, products that can be delivered to you the next day, if not the same day. We already have a lot of jobs where you can live anywhere and still do your work. And what's coming is autonomous vehicles drive you across the country. What's coming is robots that'll cut your grass, do your laundry, clean your house. What's coming is precision medicine, which gives the ability to cure many diseases, allowing you to live longer. What's coming is travel to various places from the comfort of your couch through virtual reality. What's coming is space tourism. You literally can take a flight to space and stay in a hotel. So what's driving a lot of that is the Internet. It's an amazing invention. It's changing the world more than anything. It's connecting us in ways that we never have been before. And you can literally look up or learn about anything. And you can do it any time. You're never not able to get on the Internet. It's on your phone. It's on your computer. It's on your TV. 
in your car. And from that, we already have YouTube, streaming TV with hundreds of channels, online gaming, social media, and more is coming. More MMO games, more metaverses, more travel to distant places from the comfort of your couch. And the continued expansion of computing power and the Internet will lead to even things that aren't known right now. So with all these changes coming, your generation will have more opportunities than any prior generations. But, and it's a big but, no generation will have more easy ways to be distracted. The streaming of TVs and movies, the streaming of gaming, streaming of metaverses, streaming of traveling to distant places from the comfort of your couch, the streaming of social media feeds, all of those things are just going to get more compelling to engage in. So given that, what I want to highlight for you is the one common denominator to doing anything great is the person had tremendous focus. Your favorite athlete, someone that's great at the job, say a scientist that discovers a cure for a disease, a great marriage, which I'm sure all of you want, being a great father, which I'm sure all of you would want, or being a great friend, I'm sure all of you would want to be that. All of those require tremendous focus. So yes, never has a generation had the opportunities yours will, but never has a generation had so many ways to be unfocused from what will really matter to them in the long run. Here's what I know. The more focused you are, the more you will accomplish your dreams. Again, the more focused you are, the more you will accomplish your dreams. Stay tremendously focused. Good luck in the pursuit of those dreams. And thanks for letting me share a thought with you. This podcast is intended for informational and entertainment purposes only. Views and opinions expressed by guests are not necessarily those of the host. Please seek the advice of a trusted adult or qualified professional on matters specific to your needs. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early, so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, offering professional grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.